ever since losing a decision to Jose Aldo back in 2020, Marlon Chito Vera has been on some kind of tear. He is still a young man at just 30 years old, but the guy's had a long career when you really break it down. Having debuted to the UFC audience back in 2014 on The Ultimate Fighter Latin America, he's traveled a long road since then. When you look at his last performances and how he's just shown out, and the progression he's made over the past couple of years, it really feels as though his entire career is all culminating to this weekend's main event against the ultra-talented Corey Sandhagen. And should Cheeto go out there on Saturday night and put on one of his patented, gutsy performances and slug out the win, it's time to give his man the due and make him the number one contender for the bantamweight title. Don't get me wrong here, I'm not foolish enough to think Vera beating Sanhagen is a given. Sanhagen is one of the most talented fighters in the most talent-rich division in the sport, and no matter how strong Cheeto has been looking lately, you can never count out somebody so dangerous, especially when you take into account that he too is also performing better than ever. Which is all the more reason that Cheeto ought to be the next man in line should things go the way I'm expecting them to on Saturday. To overcome a fighter like Sanhagen when he's at the top of his game and cap off a five-fight win streak given the landscape of the division, for me, the choice is glaringly obvious. Sure, he is currently ranked number three in the UFC rankings behind Sean O'Malley and Marab, but the rankings don't mean anything, nor were they ever intended to. I have been and continue to be a huge advocate for Suga. Ahead of his last fight, I really believed he had the tools to hang in there with Jan and always thought of him as a top talent and a star in this sport. And Marab was incredibly impressive in his last fight, and I don't fault him for taking a stance and being vocal about not wanting to fight his friend and training partner Aljamain Sterling. In fact, I like it and I think it's honorable. But for me, if you're going to refuse to take certain fights when you're at the very top, you forfeit your right to be selective in your matchmaking and have no place holding up viable contenders. Cheeto Vera has a great story, is a family man, and has a lot of great things going for him outside of the cage that make him marketable. But I could care less about all of that. What matters most is the fact that in his last 10 fights, he's earned six performance of the night bonuses. The last two former champions he's fought, he's knocked them out in brutal fashion. In his entire professional mixed martial arts career, he has never been stopped. He's been fighting a higher level of competition for longer than both Marab and Suga, and this weekend will be his third time in a row headlining a show. I personally don't tend to look at out-of-the-cage things when it comes to justifying anything in this sport. I feel like that happens way more than it should. But there is something about Cheeto that I've always admired, and something I believe speaks volumes about his character, and that is the fact that he never complains. After his last fight with Dominic Cruz in the post-fight presser, he talked about how he understands how the UFC works. Sometimes they favor other fighters over others for title shots, and that's fine with him. He's not going to whip himself into a frenzy over it. He has a very calm attitude about getting to the top. You'll never hear a Cheeto complaining about anything in terms of his position in the rankings, not getting the fight he deserves, and you'll never hear him campaigning for a title shot. That's because he just has the attitude that if you just keep working, it's all going to come your way. And this is something that not only reflects well on him, but sets a good example to both the fan base and up-and-coming fighters. Not to mention that you have to assume it's something that his promoter likes. That, coupled with his fan-friendly fighting style and the fact that he finishes his fights more often than not, should account for a lot when it comes time to establish who will be the next guy Aljamain Sterling has to defend against. Another thing I think that's interesting about him is the fact that he is considered a slow starter which is something that's less than ideal against a guy like San Hagen, who has six first-round finishes on his resume. But although he tends to start a little slow, he makes up for it by how strong he becomes as the fight wears on, which is especially favorable in a five-round fight. 
Cheeto often looks more fresh in the last couple rounds in a fight than he does in the beginning. Something else that's very impressive about him is how well he listens to his coaches and implements their instructions in real time, which is something I believe has played a big part in his success over the past couple years. You could do worse than implementing the advice of Jason Perillo. So he should be next in line to get a crack at the strap if he earns a victory this weekend. Of course, we have to wait to see what happens when the cage door shuts and the ref gets out of the way. But if Cheeto's progression over the past couple years is any indication, he's going to be damn near impossible to beat this weekend.